Hello and welcome to this episode of the Sticky Note Marketing Show. I am so excited to bring you this next installment of our guest expert series. And I have an amazing expert to share with you today. Sherelle Jackson is an accomplished international keynote speaker and leadership coach, and she's leveraging 25 years of executive experience, and she specializes in helping leaders to their highest level of success. So welcome, Sherelle. So happy to have you here on the show. Thank you, Mary. So the topic we're going to be digging into today for all of you guys watching and listening is really helping those who are needing a little bit of clarity when it comes to how to really step into that role as a high-performing leader. Now, Cheryl, I know you work with people in a variety of different ways, and some of the folks here may actually be familiar with you, but those who may be meeting you for the first time, tell us a little bit about what you do and how you work with people. Absolutely. Ultimately, what I do is I help ambitious leaders move from a space of ambiguity to clarity. And what I mean by that is, even though we may we may be in the job we want, the relationship we want, or even living the lifestyle we want, there's something missing. And as a result of that, we want to get clear on that. I help leaders also move from a stage of being ambitious to becoming a high-performing leader, which means that we first get clear on not only what we want for our life, but how we want to experience it. And the payoff in working with me is decisive excellence. And so I work with leaders at various stages in their career and at various stages in their life, whether they're an aspiring leader or they're a CEO of a major organization. The key is that these leaders are yielding the highest return and not necessarily about the job title, the income, or all of the material things, but really the return of being able to live out the life in alignment with the experience they want to have and the goals they want to achieve. I think that is so powerful. Now, you mentioned a couple of things I want to dig into. One is really getting clarity on what it is they actually want. I know both you and I have spent a lot of time working with some pretty talented, high-performing professionals. And sometimes it looks like you might have everything all together on the outside, mm -hmm. but you're kind of walking through the motions. You're walking right. down the path that you think you should be going on, but it's not feeling right inside. So what might be something you, you're saying to someone who's just kind of coming to that realization of, uh, I may not be on the right path for me. I may be on someone else's path. <laughs> You know, the interesting thing, Mary, is oftentimes they don't even know they're not on the right path. <laughs> it becomes clear they're not on the right path when they're talking about what they want, but they're making decisions that's disaligned. Mm -hmm. In other words, when we start talking about what you want for your life, and I hear I want to be able to spend time with my family, I want to have peace and joy, but I also want a high earning potential. And then we talk about the opportunity in front of you in the job that's going to take you 70 hours away, you're going to be in high travel. But do you really want peace and joy and time with your family? <laughs> and so it helps people to understand that you don't have to sacrifice one for the other, but in working together, you get clear and you make the decisions that are aligned with everything you want. And you're clear on what sacrifices you may be making so that it becomes temporary and not permanent. So, you know, I think that when I start off with leaders and we're going through the process of clarity, it looks like individuals that 
are kind of foggy between the transaction they want to close and the life experience. And they don't realize that you don't have to buy for Kate the two. And so it becomes an aha moment when we start to talk about, well, okay, I know you want that promotion, but what more do you want for your life? What would be missing? And how about we make a decision so that when you accomplish what you want, it encompasses all that you want and not just one part of what you want. So it sounds like that compartmentalization almost is a big trap, right? Thinking about these parts, these areas of your life separately. What might keep someone from being able to create that that alignment in your experience working with people? What's What's the biggest blocker to moving past that? I think the biggest blocker, well, I think there's a couple of blockers, but I think the, the biggest blocker is fear. I don't think that we we believe that we can have it all the way we want it. And so we have a tendency to settle. And as you know, my clarity is around living a life of abundance, impact, peace, joy, great health, and low stress. And so what that looks like is whether I'm taking an opportunity for a podcast to work with a lovely leader like yourself, or whether I have an opportunity to work for a client that might be a high ticket client, but really poor in human relations. I don't say yes to things where I will compromise one for the other. Mm -hmm. In other words, maybe I am going to be making $20,000 for that engagement, but it's going to be highly stressful and highly toxic. And so is that really aligned? And the decisive excellence comes with the clarity and knowing that what I want for my life consists of many transactions, but the decisions are in alignment with the life I want to live. And therefore, I no longer bifurcate. We do that because we've been taught to, because we don't holistically look at who we are and what we want for our life versus some of the transactions we want to close, as I stated. And so in working with clients, I think people do that naturally because we haven't been taught to think about how we want to experience our life. And we don't believe that we can have it all, but we can that belief is the first step, just having that confidence. Because if we don't believe it, you know, how are we able to take any kind of action toward that? Now, I know you also talk about the power of no. So tell us more about that. What 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 would you like our audience here to, to know about the power of no? Again, the power of no is being able to set healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. understanding that you matter. And so there are often times where you may be asked to participate in something, accomplish, communicate with, or be a part of something that really isn't going to yield you the high return that you want. But there's this obligation to fulfill needs for others without the thought of self. And I'm not talking about anything that's driven by selfish motivation. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about these individuals that are already selfless individuals, but oftentimes they're sacrificing self. And so the power of no looks like having a conversation with someone. And I'll give you a real life story that happened today super quickly. Yeah. A conversation (laughs) with someone where the relationship isn't serving my needs the way I need them to. Amazing person. The conversation looks like me being honest that I know that you're an amazing person, but the interaction that we're having is disaligned with the way that I want to experience my relationship with you. Mm. So when the question is, well, do you want to continue this? The answer is, I would love to continue it, but not like this. Mm. You know, when someone says to me, would you like to go somewhere? I would love to go, but I don't have the capacity. When someone says, do you want to participate in something? There are times when I do, but I can't. Mm. And so the power of no is living in your truth. 
not denying what you may want to do, but do you have the capacity? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we're not measuring our capacity, which impacts our effectiveness and our ability to operate at a high level mm -hmm. because we end up diluting ourselves. And so we need to pay attention to capacity and capacity allows you to say no, even when you want to say yes, but you're doing it in truth because you simply can't do it at this time. And it also gets to the heart, I think, of if you said yes, it would be less than what you could potentially give. And for a lot of people, that's that's not the way we want to show up. That's not the way it's we not. want to So It's not. And sometimes we think we're responsible for how we make people feel. <laughs> so we don't want to say no because we don't want you to be mad or hurt your feelings or disappoint you. Right. But what we really want to do is show up for you at our best. So sometimes we have to say, you know, I, I love having my granddaughter, you know, can you, can you keep the baby? I would love to, but I can't, mm -hmm. but I possibly could at this particular time right. versus doing it and then being outside of capacity mm -hmm. or doing something you just don't want to do. Yes. <laughs> and being okay with that, that that's, being okay. that's an okay feeling to have, but this isn't, this isn't something I want to spend my time, my energy, my right. resources, not that we have. And, and I will throw out there, Mary, I'm not advocating that we only do what we want to do mm -hmm. because I do believe that love shows up and makes sacrifices on behalf of others. Yes. And so when we're doing something out of love because the end game is I want you to experience love with me. Then sometimes I will say yes, because I want you to experience love. But I'm still getting my needs met because my need is that you experience love. It's only when I say no or I say yes, excuse me, and then I'm denying myself. Mm. And so we have to be very, very mindful of how we exercise the power of no. That is very true, right? So I I like what you also mentioned before about it has to also come from a space of confidence. You have to have confidence in, in yourself. And I can imagine that that's not just a once and done there there's a there's an iterative process potentially where we we feel a little more confident but maybe we slip when someone is having trouble with that when they're actually maybe not able to fully have that day or that week to really step in and and lead in that way that from that place of confidence what would you offer them as advice I think it's a process but the first thing I would say is that we need to focus on what we are and not what we're not I think the other thing I would say is that we have to watch our self-talk. Oftentimes we're busy focusing in and talking about the things that we're afraid of. We don't speak positive to ourselves. So if you don't get anything out of this, wake up in the morning, look yourself in the morning and say in the mirror and say, good morning, beautiful. Be okay with deciding that today is going to be amazing because I've made that decision. And then we also need to have individuals around us. Our tribe is critical. We need to give people permission to tell us the truth about ourselves so that we can level up, but we have to celebrate our wins and we have to pay attention to what we're allowing in our spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we are losing our confidence because we're focusing on past failures or maybe what someone else has told us. Mm -hmm. But I encourage every one of us to focus forward and to focus and lean in on what it is that you are and who you are and what you're capable of. And know that those missteps have nothing to do with who you are, but what you've been through. And when you start to elevate your self-talk, you surround yourself with positive people that are pouring into you. You exercise that power of knowing, sets and boundaries. You'll be amazed at how quickly your confidence will begin to build. And in some instances, 
We need someone walking alongside of us, like a coach, to be able to nurture that confidence and shift you from that fearful place to that courageous place or that insecure place to that confident place. And you get enough wins and start journaling them, you'll pat your own self on the back. You won't be looking for anybody else to do it. I love that. Then you've got that treasure trove of, of the good vibes. But it's such a good point that you you can't always do this alone. And I'd say you, you can't, period, do this alone. You need that tribe. You need that support system because everyone's going to have those bad days. They're, they're going to have, you know, I have the mean girl in my head that comes out and says, you may have I, three Ivy League degrees, but you don't know what you're talking about. And, exactly. you know, so I think that is so, so powerful. So if someone listening here is thinking, well, am I ready? Am I ready to work with a coach? Or am I ready to seek support? What, what might be a couple of the things that you would say, if you're experiencing this, or if you're thinking this, it might be the next right step for you. You know, what I would say is not whether or not you're ready, it's whether or not you want to level up. Mm. It's whether or not you want to be the best version of yourself, whether or not you want to shift to a higher performing leader. And we're not talking about just at work, but starting with how you lead yourself. And if you want to become the best version of yourself, if you want to level up, if you want to lead your life in alignment with the experience you want, then the answer is yes. If you don't want to, then the answer is no. But you're never going to be ready for change because change is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's whether or not you want to be a better version of yourself. And once you make the decision that I want to be the best version of myself, that's when you pick up the phone or you send the email, you do the DM because you've made the decision. It is all about decisive excellence. It sounds simple, but the payoff is making decisions in alignment with exactly what you want for your life and how you want to experience it. And it's all about that first step, right? Stepping out of the first step toward that being more decisive, that decisive excellence. Doing it afraid, doing it insecure. I always say fear can have a voice, but it just can't have a vote in what you do. So while you're scared, do it anyway. Exactly. Get no comfortable votes. being uncomfortable. Exactly. No votes <laughs> exactly. Right. Amazing. Well, I really appreciate you, Cheryl, coming on the show and sharing your expertise and your advice with our, our group here, our community. Where can people find you? Because I know we gave them some great tips. Hopefully everyone took their sticky notes out and wrote down what you shared, but it may have brought up even more questions. So if someone does have a question, wants to learn more, tap into you, what's the best place for them to connect with you? Well, if they just want to be motivated, inspired on an ongoing basis, I'm on Instagram at leadership.in.heels, leadership and heels. You can always connect with me on LinkedIn, Sherelle Jackson. And the best way to get all of the connections is my website, sherellejackson.com. Pretty easy. Type in my name. I also have a YouTube channel for motivation, but ultimately the website, sherellejackson.com is the best way for us to start the connection. Fantastic. And if you're watching or listening, we'll make sure that all of those links are here where you're accessing this uh, episode. So Cheryl, any parting thoughts for our audience today? You know, two things. One, I want to share with your audience that I do have a great guidebook on how to conquer the imposter syndrome and lead authentically for free on my website. So if you go to the website, I'd love to offer that to you. But I think that the insight that I would offer is just know that your life is your choice. And your destiny is up to you. And you have a right to choose to be the best version of you. It just starts with the decision. 
Fantastic. Thank you so much. And for all of you listening and watching, it is your decision. So I encourage you to take the next step, reach out to Sherelle and tap into those resources that she's provided. So thank you for joining us for this expert guest interview here on the Sticky Note Marketing Show. I'm your host, Mary Zarnecki, and I'm looking forward to meeting you on the next one. Cheers. Thank you, Mary. Bye-bye.